Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to dive into our super coach draft and classic analysis from round 15, looking at all of our teams, how we went. Kick off with our draft team first and uh, had another good win this weekend against a bloke that probably needed to win this week uh, to find his way into the top eight. He might struggle now. It's one of those big weeks in my super coach comp that um, I probably didn't see coming, but it's one of those weeks that has really separated the ladder. Um Four updates, I was coming fourth, which was huge overs. Uh, after updates and everything, I ended up coming fifth, uh, which is completely fine. It's still overs for where I should be. I have been pretty lucky. Uh, I'm on 18 points. The, t- the top two guys, they're on 22 points. And then uh, third, fourth, and fifth, myself, we're on 18. Then sixth, seventh, eighth, they're on 16 points. And then just out of the top eight on ninth, he's on f- uh, at ninth, he's on 14 points. And then below that, Three guys on 12. So it's a really interesting ladder at the moment. And I would probably say now the guys that are that are sitting on 12 points, uh, they're probably going to do it tough to make it. But some of those guys feature some of the biggest uh, hitters in our game, essentially, as far as Supercoach goes. Uh, you've obviously got Nathan Cleary down there. You've got Cameron Munster as well. So Munster obviously not setting the worm world alight. So uh, I'm really happy to see Nathan Cleary hopefully out of finals in my comp, though. That would be sensational. Um, and look, the game that I played this week, uh, probably the biggest threat was Cam Munster up against me. I had a pretty good... Um, I had pretty good matchups this week. Uh, headlined by, of course, Cody Walker, who scored his first 100 of the week. was sensational. I was very skeptical if he was going to get 100 this year, but managed to pull 110, which was fantastic. Allowed me to do the VC loophole, uh, which gave me 220, kicked me off that evening. I also had Tommy Dearden on Thursday night. He scored 76, which was fantastic. Scored a try, laid another one on. I've held him for a while, so that was a good little win for me there. 
Sivitalakai disappointing 35. Takiaho a 46 in. A really terrible game for him, realistically. So a good score considering how poorly he played. I picked up Jacob Saifiti as my second front row forward. Still trying to look to fill that hole. He got a 43. Reese Walsh, a heap of mistakes. Very quiet. He got 30. Andrew McCulloch, 64. Remus Smith got 61 with two tries and an injury. Uh, Luciano Leilua, very disappointing, 43. Nathan Brown, he brained it for me, got 76. Jake Avarillo, I really love Avarillo. He's been one of my best pickups, and he's not, he's not a guy who scores massive, but he just always seems to find points for me. He scored 41 on the weekend. Considering he's the Canterbury halfback in a game they lost, I'm stoked with 41 from Love. He's my worst center wing. That's sensational. This week, though, my worst center wing by far and away, Wonga Blake, 27. Uh, now, Wonga Blake, I've got to work out if I'm keeping him or not. Probably easier to let him go this week because I, I over the next few weeks, because I will, fingers crossed, be getting Tony Staggs back. I will also get Dallin Matenny's Lesniak back. So the thing about this week was that I thought I had 13. Once I got the captain, I thought I'll be fine here. Got a little bit closer than I probably thought it would be once uh, Jackson Ford was ruled out and Dallin Watani's Lesniak didn't play either. So it meant that I only had 12 guys this week. So to win by 100 plus uh, against 13 players and I've only got 12, that was lovely. Um, and to beat a guy that obviously could have pushed me potentially out of a top eight spot was a good little win there as well. So pretty happy on the draft front. Obviously another big loss was Jackson Ford. Now, Jackson Ford will stay in this team, I think, but I think he'll go back to the bench. We've seen Jack DeBella now step up and play big minutes and play really well and get them a win. So Jackson Ford, whilst he was never a long-term option for me, realistically, I would have much rather keep him, to be honest with you. If I would have known Jackson Ford wasn't starting this week, I think I would have probably dropped him uh, for Rabati last week. He's a guy that I don't think I'll get now, but I think he'll be a 50-point guy at the Brisbane Broncos. Um, look, uh, so a good week for me as far as draft goes. The other the guy I played had a pretty quiet week. Scored a couple of tries, but just Deba, no one really exploded. I think his highest scorer was Jason Saab, who got 67. So, I mean, in the modern game, if your highest player is 67, uh, you're in a bit of trouble when you consider all the points that are scored every weekend now. So, draft currently sitting fifth uh, out of the 14. Very happy with that. I probably shouldn't be that high. I think I've scored the fourth least amount of points overall. It's a really weird comp at the moment. The guy that scored the second most points overall, so second overall out of 14 points scored, he's coming 13th in our comp. So... He's been incredibly unlucky. I've been very lucky. It just depends where you end up sometimes in these competitions. But as long as I can just be in the top eight for finals, I give me myself every chance to win it. I'm just going to need to have a few things go my way. So obviously, uh, Reese Walsh, he's been named for State of Origin now. So looks like he won't play in round 17, which hurts my cause a little bit because I really needed him uh, as an extra player and probably as a VC and a captain option there. So that throws a bit of a spanner in the works that I wasn't expecting for my round 17 planning game. But it might be a game that I don't as desperately need to win as what I originally thought I did. So I'll keep you updated on my draft team, how it goes, how it goes, see if we can make some magic on the waivers over the next few weeks and see how we go uh, leading in. I've got a pretty good matchup next week against a fellow who's got Harry Grant, who he obviously won't be playing. He's his main guy. So I'd like to think I would get a win there. Uh, and that'll do me wonders as well, just quietly. Um, as far as classic goes... Geez, a little bit of a disappointing week, to be honest with you. I scored 1,356. Uh, obviously, didn't have Tom Trojevic, uh in my team at all, let alone captain. So that really, really stung. I'm still sitting in the top 2%, but my rank dropped about 1,300. So I'm sitting on a rank of 2,590 at the moment. 
obviously with not many trades left, I've only got 11 left. So I am in serious Barney Rubble there. Reality is starting to hit. Um, yeah, disappointing week. And uh, just it, the, the losses just kept coming. Obviously didn't have Tommy Turbo, which really stung me. Uh, my last trade I used, my mates convinced me into going Harry Grant early. That's going to really hurt me now. I'm going to have to essentially have to play without a hooker uh, for the next few weeks, which is going to be a massive kick in the dick. I might have to use a trade on Jake Simpkin and just get someone in that I'm not overly keen on. It might have to be a straight to Brandon Smith. I've got the money to potentially be able to do it. So um, I'll have to see what I do there because... Not good enough. Uh, my, my two front rowers went for 42 each. Luke Thompson, who was disappointing, and Alex Twole, who I brought in a couple of weeks ago for the buy round, thinking I'll get him out next week, and I just haven't had the opportunity to get him out yet, so that's been devastating. Uh, Ryan Madison uh, scored a try and got 56. Leilua got 43. Angus Crichton, 82. He played well. Tohu Harris I brought in. He got 91, so that was sensational. Josh Curran. 44, disappointing again. I normally expect more out of him. Sean Bloor, as much as I love him, he got injured this week. And as far as my Supercatch Classic goes, thank God, because he was absolutely stinking it up for me. Um, I spent hours, hours deciding who my last reserve was going to be, if it's Matt Burton or Jack Bird. I ended up going Matt Burton. He scored 76. I thought I was a genius. Jack Bird scored 69, a very impressive score from him. Uh, so not much difference there. Tedesco on my bench got a 54. Halfback, Cleary, 140. Didn't even really consider putting the C or the VC on him, to be honest with you. Cody Walker, 110. I went with Nico Hines as my VC. Uh, Alex Johnson got 80. Brian Toto got 106. Remus Smith, 61. I ended up captaining Gutho, who... Snuck away in the back end to score 93, thank God. Uh, saved me from an absolute disaster of a weekend. I thought he was going to go quiet when we got to halftime for the Parramatta Eels. But, of course, one of those weeks where it's divided into two camps. Those that had Tom, probably three camps. Those that had Tom Trevojevic, those that didn't, and then those that captained Tom Trevojevic. And if you captained him, you absolutely skyrocketed. Um, especially when I got to see, you know, what I scored this week compared to other people. I mean... There was people that beat me by 500 points, 600 points this week. Like, that is just unbelievable. To be able to do that in one round is sensational. Um, when you're on the right end of that captain, God, it makes a difference. So I'm going to have to really try and hit one of those moving forward. But, fuck, it's hard when you don't have Tom Trevojevic. Um, You know, everyone's got Nathan Cleary. Not everyone has Turbo. If you're one of the guys that don't have him like me, God, it's a tough watch. Uh, very, very difficult to watch him run home. I really did think during Origin, the Manly Seagulls just wrapped him in cotton wool. So I sold him a few weeks ago. And that one has really come back to bite me in the ass. That's been very, very disappointing. Um, look, considering how poorly it went, um, a rank of 2,500 is sensational for me, realistically. You all know how I normally go in classic like a busted asshole. That's why I've got the whisperer on giving you all advice. Uh, but he's gone like a fucking busted as well. So it hasn't been a great year classic-wise for the whisperer. I've gone really well, but I feel like with my 11 trades left, it's all about to come down crumbling just quietly. So keep an eye on the demise. I'm sure it's going to be funny to watch from a distance.